So it needs to be said we just <laughs> recorded thumbnail faces because I don't want people being like, do they really think that that was like a cool thumbnail pose? <laughs> no, we did it as a bit and then realized we weren't recording like on audio. So um, if you're looking at the thumbnail. We can do that. That can be a fun little, if you're watching it on YouTube, I'll include that part. Okay. Of us doing there the thumbnail go. face. Yeah. There you go. Welcome everybody to Meeting of the Elders. This is our monthly elders, show. Elders, elders, elders. On the Cold Pop Podcast with Richard and I, AJ, um, we go back through the previous three episodes of the podcast and have a little look at what our patrons are donating at the Cult Elder Tier have to say about these podcasts. If you want your voice to be heard or your message to be read, then it's super easy. Just go to patreon.com slash and sign up to the Cult Elders Tier and you'll be invited to a little Discord server where you can share your thoughts on the franchise we've covered or send us in a voice note which we'll be playing a couple of on this episode richard yeah aj how the fuck are you mate i'm uh not too bloody bad i understand oh you're drinking a coca-cola no sugar there but i what i was gonna say quick enough for you you you've switched to the no sugar due to the fact that you turned 30 this week I've been drinking no sugar since I was like my early mid twenties. Well, I uh, more I was more focusing on as a segue. I than, turned thirty. Than being factually this, accurate. I turned thirty in about six days, um, and I've come to terms with it. It's not yeah. something I'm going into being like, oh my god, I'm turning thirty. I was like that about a year ago, mm. and I think now I'm just like, let's get amongst it. That's main character age, you know. Like l- l- Jesus was thirty three, like <laughs> the main character, the main character of my life, certainly for the first twenty ish seasons. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I don't know. Like, like I think. I think it would be good for all of those of us who are turning 30 to start perpetuating the idea that 40 is young and I'm I'm buying I think 40 is quite young and mm. I'm going to like lean into that for the next 10 years and not feel a pressure on myself to succeed more than other people my age because it's not like 40s old like maybe i'll mm. make something really cool at 45 and but and that would be okay. well up until up until the age where people aren't surprised to learn you died yeah yeah totally which i think is getting older as well yeah people go 63 shit he was so young people get people say it for like he got a gold years. pass like on the bus in two years time you've reminded me of something of a mandala effect oh wow of a Mandela effect that I saw on Twitter, but it's something I personally feel as well. How old do you think Bill Murray is? Bill Murray, 70? Yeah. He's about 70. I think maybe 71. Right. What am hasn't I supposed been, to think Hasn't he there? been 71 for like 15 years? Same with, No, I'd um, say he was in his mid-50s. Really? If you'd asked me I'd 15 s- years ago, yeah. <laughs> Same with um, Harrison Ford, you know, New Indiana Jones. Yeah, well, he's, like, he's 80. Wasn't he 80 10 years ago? No, I would have said he was 70 10 years ago. I don't understand what you're getting at, AJ. This is a very bizarre uh, line of questioning. I'm such a good podcast co-host to you. 
<laughs> like teeing up these things for you to knock down like you're like doing the correct maths on the, the years i'm saying i'm like all right i'll give him another one <laughs> <laughs> all right give me another one i mean how old do you think al pacino is uh 83 i would guess wouldn't you think he's been 83 <laughs> for the past two and a half thousand years? <laughs> no, then I would have said that he, you know, probably wouldn't be born for 2,417 years. Oh my God. Good on you. That was great. Good on you. Okay. <laughs> Shall we crack into some of the correspondence that we've got going on? um for our silly little show so over on discord this is we've got a little cult elders server where you get put in if you donate the correct amount of money um to to us um which by the way fun little milestone in my life the one dollar genre project that i do where i make a short film every month uh one dollar genre now has more patrons than cold pop and while this sounds like a positive thing for cold pop for for um one dollar genre <laughs> it's actually more reflective of how poorly the cult pop patreon has been faring in the last year uh, i think well, we I, I think we had people a might be of- confused as well that i don't get any money from one dollar genre yeah well that's that's true so that people might be confused there. Well, give give Richard some money. That's <laughs> what the main takeaway for this is. <laughs> um. So over on um Patreon, we are oh, sorry, I beg your pardon. On Discord, we got the Cult Elders tier. So we asked people to tell us what they thought. What were the last three episodes? We were talking about the Antoine Duanel series, the self indulgent trivia quiz. And the Karate Kid series. So, <clears throat> and uh, stick around because that self-indulgent quiz, the the you and I both have access now to well guilt. We always had access. Now we have guilt-free access to the uh, quiz questions Discord channel that was uh, where everyone submitted their questions. And Jeremy said there were so many good questions in there he couldn't get to them all. So on this episode, we're going to go back and take a look through some of the other questions that were submitted. See what we think of them. See if we can get them. If people explain didn't why they didn't make the, the answer, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fact check them. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be what we mainly do on this episode because there hasn't been too much correspondence this week. But let's start with Blister, my doggy. Good Blister, name. Blister, my doggy. Oh, Mister Miyagi. Yeah. Blister, my doggy. I get it. Um, they say, so I'll be honest and say that I don't have much to say about either of those franchises. I do very much enjoy the discussion on more artsy classic films on the podcast, which is rare considering how few are actually franchise driven. Little Tramp and the Apu trilogy come to mind. Those do feel like franchises that we need to uh, cover one day with a glass of wine, you know, like this cheese. Oh, well, Mm. okay spoil that spoil them slugs down my coke zero that's the that's the <laughs> proper drink for a franchise it allows for some greater discussion of films as a medium i'm very much a fan of classic cinema i'm sort of the token silent film guy in the discord i didn't a know reputation that. which uh i've, I've never uh, <laughs> much like did. the films you love has been silent <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, the and it's rare to hear a discussion on these films in the current landscape that aren't just the same parrot of talking points. More casual conversation is needed for these, and I'm glad you guys provided it. Thank you so Thank much, you. Bliss. They go on to say, never saw much Karate Kid. Love the community episode though, and the fact that it's sort of a two part episode because Chang randomly remembers, but randomly becomes a superstar actor in the follow up episode was pretty funny and cool. Not too much to do. Not too. Not much to do with the Karate Kid in the second episode, but I love the payoff. Yeah, Finally, the, the, I just wanted to... The second episode, yep. the episode following that one, so I described the episode, that one. But yeah, uh, <laughs> Chang becomes a big star because he, in a commercial, goes, Ham, girl! <laughs> <laughs> and then he becomes, like, the ham girl guy, and Greendale was shooting a film or, like, had footage of Chang, and they were like, oh, we can release a big budget film using the footage we already have of Chang and uh, capitalize on his success. And it's just him being like, what's my motivation? <laughs> That's very funny. It's good. It's that harmonesque touch. Yeah. Finally, I just want to say that I am very excited for the Redux. I am totally planning on doing an extensive fact-checking of everything you say and presenting it in the next Elders episode. I mean, I did name my dog after the main character of the franchise, Martin Not Bliss, for those who don't know. It's always interesting. You always hear it. This is maybe too inside Discord for for (laughs) the podcast. But his name's Bliss. He called himself Bliss My Dog. I never hear about Bliss. I'm always only hearing about Martin from Mm. this guy. Well, so on the next franchise we're talking of course about back to the future All that right. this is a franchise near and dear to both aj and i and uh and i'm i'm cooling on it i think i've cooled on it since we covered it in season oh uh, are we gonna have it's gonna be one of those episodes welcome to where the episode aj's now too where cool for one of the greatest I think films of all back time back to the future not that good no, I'm just kidding. Of course, I, I I haven't felt the need to revisit it, but I don't love it any less. But uh, yeah, it, it, I, to say that it's near to your heart, I think, is still an accurate statement, right? Yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that, that that Bliss has said, I'm going to fact check everything you say. <laughs> I can't imagine I'll be getting it wrong, a lot wrong. Okay, but I. I do one thing that I put this challenge out to you, AJ, because this is like, I think I've read every single piece of trivia that exists about this film. I've listened to every commentary. I've seen every behind the scenes featurette, even the ones hosted by, what is it? Kirk Cameron? The, (laughs) yeah. And I've put a challenge to you for next week's episode that I want you to teach me something new about Back to the Future. Mm. I want you to do your deepest dive you can and come back with a brand new piece of trivia that I haven't heard before. I will be honest about whether or not I have heard any pieces of trivia that you bring to me. Uh, I will be honest about whether or not I've heard them because yeah, I'm just, I'm fascinated what else is out there about this, this film and this franchise. Mm. Mm. And Richard, I reject that challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. 
What else have we got here? So, Do you want to read Cheese's message? Cheese said about Duanel, I watched 400 Blows recently and I'm glad I did. I can tell it's very influential, but I wasn't blown away. And I don't feel the need to watch more of the franchise. It was great to hear your analysis. I think foreign franchises always produce excellent podcast episodes. Thank you. So, yeah, it is interesting that, yeah, I mean, if you just watch the 400 Blows, it's like, you do not have an idea of what the franchise is. Like, mm. if you watch Love at 20, it's like, ah, yes, you, yeah, you know, yeah. you, you you can see where the franchise is going. But yeah, I mean, it's, we, we talked about this on the episode, but it's like, this is a, it's like a franchise with a backdoor pilot, essentially, mm. where they just said, oh, I already have a character I can explore and an actor I like working with. I can just explore it more. Mm. Uh, went on to say quiz. Great quiz as always. Thank you, Cheese. And on the Karate Kid. I watched these as a kid and really loved the first one. Miyagi is a great character. I hope you try out Cobra Kai for a few episodes for film franchise follow-ups at some point. I think they did an excellent job bringing the ex back, imagining the characters as grown-ups, using the villains of the movies and keeping a very 80s cheesy feel while also being very funny, most often due to who Johnny is. Uh, or to Johnny, who is, at least for the first season or so, the main character, in my opinion. Yeah, I've got a friend at work who... Uh, is like a big Karate Kid fan and was always like, oh man, have you seen Cobra Kai? And spoke to him today and was like, hey, I've, uh, guess what? I watched it for the first time, Karate Kid. He was like, the first time, what? <laughs> and yeah, spoke a little bit about Cobra Kai because it's sort of saying about how I was debating, giving it a go. One thing I, I was like, does it keep up the, because I remember, you know, when, when it first started, it was like, holy shit, there's actually something good on YouTube Red. And yeah. People were like, yeah, and then and then I, I, from memory, and like I haven't watched the show, I just remember this from articles that I think Ralph Macchio is not in it to begin with, or he's in the second episode, or maybe he just comes in this in the end of the first one. And I remember a shot of the two of them and reading an article about like, oh, Cobra Kai just changed the game last night or whatever. And yeah, it seemed like this really exciting show, and then it moved to Netflix. So obviously, it, um, you know, had enough of a following and that it's third season i think on netflix but you know there have been other shows that had their third seasons come on netflix and you know mm-hmm. we there was a noticeable downturn in quality um mm-hmm. one of which just released their season six last night i'm talking about black two, mirror of course two middling reviews i don't know if you saw yeah i, I haven't watched any of it yet but I, i'll probably binge <laughs> it this weekend but the but yeah the cobra he, he did say which was interesting though that He's like, I don't see where they can go in season six. The only thing they could do is bring in Hillary Swank and who cares? <laughs> but apparently, like, season five, great ending, great. Uh, all the sort of character fan service payoff happened. Um, so he's like, yeah, I mean, if the writer's strike means no more, it's Cobra Kai. It's, it's got a good ending, apparently. Nice. Alrighty, and uh, our final uh, message from on the Cult Elders Discord is from I think he took his wallet, um, aka aka Vinny, who says Karate Kid. I was born. Sorry, I was about seven. <laughs> I or was eight. born. Sorry. <laughs> I was about seven or eight when my mum, when my mom and I were at a local used bookstore when I saw the trilogy on VHS on sale for a good price. I watched them and loved them so much. It made me want to sign up for karate lessons. I did that for a couple of years and one distinct memory I have was this mini tournament among the class. I made it to the semi-finals. It was myself versus this kid named Tyler. 
our match went on overtime because we kept getting points at the exact same time. It was almost choreographed with how we kept hitting each other in unison over and over. Eventually, they just gave it to Tyler. Low-key still salty about that. Sensei Patty, if you're listening to this, fuck you. That was mine to win. Also, at the bake sale, we had your brownies were bland as hell. If I see you in a parking lot, I will honk your nose. Take care, guys. Interesting that... um. You lost a karate tournament. <laughs> um, I yeah, like I said, I on the podcast, I um, I remember vaguely, briefly being like, I want to learn karate, and mm. then my parents being like, we looked into it, and and no, it's too. Spiritual. And karate is the devil. And so, but like, I I feel like I was always like circling extracurricular activities, like after school things, mm. um, as a kid. Um, like I remember, I I kind of entertained getting into like ballet, which I think oh, would yeah. have been so cool now if I was mm. real good at ballet. But at the time, it was still you wouldn't know cool. when I was a kid, wouldn't mm. have been cool at all. But if it was now, it'd be you know what I mean. Like imagine if if I'm exactly the same as I am now, but I have twenty years experience in ballet. I think that'd be cool, right? Like that'd be a, mm. a cool flex. You'd be yeah, um, you would be much less of a cliche. Yeah, exactly, exactly, which is what I strive to be, less of a cliche. Um, and the only thing, did you ever do any extracurricular activities or after school activities? Uh, that's right, we've talked about this. Did you do that for long? Uh, it was a year, at least. Yeah. I The only thing that ever got me was, and I'm probably sure, I'm pretty sure I've talked about this, probably talked about this on Cold Elders. Um, I started, I wanted to learn the bagpipes, but to learn the bagpipes, you've got to learn a instrument called the chanter, which looks like a recorder, but get this, sounds worse than a recorder. <laughs> um, and I remember doing lessons in this creepy little dingy basement in pre-Quake Christchurch. Um, and... Uh, not get not being very good and not really wow. discipline being disciplined enough to to um to practice on my own um i i remember i remember like learning the scale like you know a b c d and that was like all i learned and like when i was supposed to practice for 10 minutes a day i would just sit in my room and just do the scale and then like parents just make up that. shit you know and do like exercises and stuff so hot i didn't get cross very far. buns hot cross buns no there was um i think old lang syne i was, oh, was yeah. one of the ones i was learning and so yeah we would meet in this weird little basement thing with a couple of other students i remember my dad would sit on this couch and the teacher would teach us and one time I got asked, I was like, all right, you go practice in, in this, that room over there. And I went in that room over there, Richard, and there was a sexy calendar in the room. Holy and the first time it. I went into that, into that room, I looked over it and I was like, no, 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 no. And the second time I went to that room, I did not practice at all. I went over to the calendar and looked at all of the boobies. <laughs> um, and that's my main memory of learning Chanter. And then it got really expensive. And dad was like, do you even want to do this? And I was like, not really. <laughs> like, it's not my passion. I'm, I was never that interested in doing it. It was just something. I think my parents were maybe wanting me to, like, do something after school. And that mm. was what ended up being. <clears throat> yeah been about 11 or 12 oh yeah hmm. and now you're turning 30 
and I can't play a lick of bagpipes. <laughs> but you can bow the hell out of some lay. I can I can certainly uh, do an approximation of the the chanter scale exercises. <laughs> All right, so there was one that went D E F E F D D E F E F D E. That's the only one I remember. Nice. Well, we've also got a couple of voice messages from Dan from Hawaii today. We sure to do. Let's head over there. And uh, I'm sorry, computer. I am not opening these with a what even media player. <laughs> I'm going to open this with a VLC. Thank you very much. Oh, I still oh, need to download. Frickin' heck! This is uh, okay. Downloading the first one. All right, this one's three minutes long, and it's called Terminal. I believe that Dan is on a current tour of the United States, and so might be in an airport, a la Tom Hanks, your friend Tom Hanks in the Terminal. Yeah, thank you. He is my friend. He definitely knows I exist. All right, are you ready to play it? Yep. Three, two, one. Aloha. This is a... Dan Connell calling in, not from Hawaii this time, actually calling in from the New Orleans International Airport. I believe it's called the Louis Armstrong International Airport, so the audio quality is pretty awful right now, but I just want to call in because Louis I've been traveling a lot, and uh, AJ just pinged me and reminded me it's just in a few yes. hours, so I just want to uh, say that I wish you would read your letterbox reviews on the air. Um, I think that AJ's and Richard's reviews made me laugh so much when they came up in my feed. Uh, for the uh, Antoine uh, Guanel films, and yeah, read it. The Karate Kid one's really funny too. Um, so, personal story with Karate Kid, actually, uh, eh, I'm not going to go into my personal life, but I do have some haikus here I like to read. Uh, my first review Compelling as Hell, touches on wealth, privilege, toxic masculinity. I cheated a little bit there, but you know, it's a haiku, fuck it. Um, <laughs> I don't understand this next one, but uh, Ali, Ali doesn't miss. Oh, it's Ali. Uh, I I forgot there's a woman named Ali in this movie. But <laughs> Ali doesn't miss her outfits, her intentions. She deserves it all. And of course, that was when I was uh, hosting movie night, so I watched the same movie twice in one night. And so the next one, against all odds, teen leads have great chemistry. Ali forever. Uh, very funny for me to say Ali forever when just a moment ago I forgot entirely who Ali is. In fact, to this, uh, to this moment, I don't know who it is. Let me look. Is that the girl interest? What's, what's her name? Oh, Elizabeth Shue. Why didn't just... Oh, I guess Ali fits in a haiku better. Whatever. Um, <laughs> it was shocked me to learn, as you learned on the podcast, how old Ralph Macchio's character was. And oddly enough, Ralph Macchio's character, the actor, was the oldest of the trio. Uh, Elizabeth Shue was the second oldest. And... You know, uh, what's his name? Uh, fucking, yeah, Willem Zabka, uh, Johnny <laughs> Lawrence, was the youngest. He was actually a teenager when they filmed. Wow. Uh, so it was descending order of age, which is wild because it looks the exact opposite. But, you know, twinks look young for a very long time. Uh, I hear that as a former twink. Uh, anyway, uh, I think that's all I have to say pretty much. Uh, I, did have, I do have a somewhat traumatic memory associated with uh, Karate Kid, where uh, I began courting this person who eventually broke my heart pretty massively while watching this movie with some friends. Uh, I was multitasking a little bit there, but I think that, uh, yeah, the first Karate Kid's great, and I had no intention of watching other Karate Kid movies, 
And now I'm delighted to know that I absolutely do not need to. I've seen the best of the best. <laughs> and there's no reason to continue. Uh, keep on keeping on. Very excited for the next Redux coming out soon, even though I really wish Medea was done. Uh, sorry, not sorry for my campaign for that. Lost by one vote, which is suspiciously close, <laughs> if you ask me. But enough of my conspiracy theories. Medea and Sister of the Child Pants next year. Hopefully this audio isn't horrible, but uh, what are you going to do? I'm at the airport. Aloha. Um, I thought that Dan was going to say that the the third youngest was actually uh, Mr. Miyagi. Pamarita, yeah. Uh, well, thank you, Dan, for sharing the story of your emotional crane kick to the face. <laughs> and I do... Should we go back through Letterboxd and have a look yeah, at did, our reviews? So Dan wanted us to read out our Antoine Dwinell and Thinks that this should be like a, a recurring segment. I... I I don't write reviews all the time for do I? Letterboxd, but I, let's see what I've got. My most recent ones, go back to when I started, The Doin Meister. All right. Mm-hmm. 400 Blows, I didn't write one. Bed and Board. I, I wrote one for 400 Blows, which we discussed mm-hmm. on pod, which was joining the coveted ranks of people who Googled why is it called the 400 Blows after watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, for bed and board, I gave it three stars, and I said bed and board, but I spelled board b o r e d. Nice for Antoine and Colette. I wrote Jesus Christ, it's Antoine Duanel. <laughs> which I was quite proud of. <laughs> that was... uh, didn't write one for stolen kisses. I don't think I wrote one for bed. Oh no, I did write from bed one bed and board. I wrote this is my own conjugal domicile, and I will not be. Oh yeah, because the film was called like domicile conjugal. Yeah. yeah. Um, um for getting more for Doin. Yeah, I got one more for Love on the Run. I wrote, if nothing else, ruining your relatively consistent franchise on the final film is very Antoine Duanel. Uh for the karate kid, I said, Boy, that movie really just ends, doesn't it? <laughs> what nice. Um for Karate Kid Part Two, I wrote, I don't really want to know this much about Mr. Miyagi. For the the Karate Kid Part 3, I said, the karate grown-ass man. (laughs) Um, For the next Karate Kid, I wrote, let's see Paul Allen's Karate Kid. (laughs) (laughs) I said, I have had it with these motherfucking kids doing motherfucking karate. Uh, And finally, for the Karate Kid 2010, I said, I can't believe how young Jackie Chan still looked in 2010, something we had discussed on. Yeah, for the the Karate Kid 2010, I wrote, I can't believe how young Jaden Smith still looked in 2010. Um, All right, downloading Dan's next message, because they sent in another one, as well as a photo, which... Of a car and the context, I don't understand. <laughs> but but um, clearly, can't wait to can't it. wait to find out. Um, all right, I am opening the new voice message in VLC. Mm-hmm. Three. All right, are you ready? Two, one, go. All right, this is uh, Dan Collin coming back for a hot uh, uh, correction mm. follow-up. I listened to the audio. Audio is pretty bad. You can't understand a lot of the words I say. So I'm going to elaborate on a couple of things really quickly to make sure it is very clear. Again, please read your letterbox reviews on we did. the air. Stop going on. Um, I do appreciate, though, how fast that episode went. It felt mm. like an old-school episode in the best way, where you just breeze on through movie, 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 movie. Excellent. Great. I love the pace. Um, you know, I, I like li- listening to you guys at length, but uh, 
you know, also got a pretty busy life, so I appreciate the brisk pace of the most recent episode. Um, yeah, I was going to elaborate on the uh, courtship of different women in 2021, but I'm st- I'm still just flabbergasted. I forgot Elizabeth Chu's character name in just under two, just about two years, despite being absolutely in love with that character when I watched it last. But eh, what are you gonna do? Um, I what was the previous? <laughs> I think I was gonna say. But you know what? I figure you don't have many other callers in because uh, Vinny's writing something. Liz is writing something. Ah, uh, the self-indulgent trivia quiz. Uh, really wonderful time listening to that episode. Uh, everyone has such amazing anecdotes, amazing answers. Um, I do think that the Discord community as a whole is a little bit too too much focus on numbers. <laughs> yeah, uh, a little bit too much on stats, which, huh, I wonder why we're so obsessed with stats. Maybe it's because, as uh, you all pointed out on the podcast, uh, the useless statistics segment was an amazing, amazing mm-hmm. segment. I really wish you brought it back. I think there's a great consensus there. Again, thanks for bringing it up, up on pod, but I want to remind you, bring back the stats. Jeremy can make fun. <laughs> yeah. All right? As, yeah. as he knows it. Sorry. A woman just looked yeah. at me. <laughs> a woman just looked at me. This old, kind, middle-aged woman just looked at me at the airport for saying someone can get fucked. She probably is judging me right now. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. My friend is going to pick me up in their Subaru pretty soon. Uh, I, yeah, and that, uh, uh, like the license plate is really Subowu with a with a W instead of the the R. It's a whole. I mean, it doesn't matter. Uh, oh, the woman is leaving now. She she thinks I'm a horrible person, but you know who is a horrible person? <laughs> Jeremy. Get fucked, man. Uh, mahalo. Aloha for real this time. All right. Hopefully it's always ba- not not bad, but I'm not gonna listen back to it. So uh, good luck understanding what I say. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> what an excellent a, ending to that message! A chaotic ship we run here on Meeting of the Elders. Yeah, <laughs> Just, <laughs> like everyone's entitled to send in as much audio as they want, and sometimes it's someone pottering around an airport, being like, "Oh, what was I going to say?" <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, well, that's uh, yeah, we 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 didn't put the call out uh, out called till quite late this week. So yeah, I mean, do you want to? We it'll be a shorter episode, but I'm happy to have a look at some some of those quiz questions we talked about. Of course, earlier. I was going to say the one of the things with the up top useless statistics or randomly placed useless statistics that we used to do. I still, if I'm writing an episode and I'm running out of like content, <laughs> I'll I'll I, what I do is I open all the movies in Letterboxd and see who was in which. Like click on the actors and see if they're in other movies. How many logged but, films we have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you you you'll still hear me in, in regular episodes being like, "This is our fifth Anthony Hopkins film or whatever." Um, but I feel like that is the most uh sort of banal and boring of all. I the, love the ones where it's like, "This is our third franchise where there's like a bald green character who fights yeah. off, who faces off against you." Yeah. And that's fun, but they don't always come to to mind when. Yeah. Sometimes they'll come to our minds while we're not recording, and we'll message them to each other, and then forget to say it in the episode. <laughs> yeah. So they do. It does up top useless statistics or randomly placed useless statistics, still very much in my heart. But um, yeah. Hmm. So what I'm going to do is pull up. So these, so this will be our first time looking at uh, a lot of these quiz questions. Presumably, mm-hmm. you know, unless Jeremy was lying to us, 
Should and, I go into the there as well? Uh, well, I, 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 I'm gonna, I'll share my screen with you, and you can see. And then, um, okay, good idea. I'll, I, I'm, I'm hope. I, what's happened in previous years is people have spoiler marked the answer, so you have to click on it to see the answer. And if they've done that again this year, we'll be able to both sort of answer them. But uh, I will share that with you now. So that's the cult elders we're looking at so i'll get in here to quiz questions 2023 oh, i forgot to do this um just quickly <laughs> but then we so okay here's at the end of the quiz questions jeremy thanking everyone if we go right to the top of this thing you'll have my initial call out and then yeah what do people say Blister, my doggy, has said, it's funny, but platonic ideal was ultimately only said how many times in the Scooby-Doo episode, AJ, do you reckon? Numbers! 11 Uh, times. I think it was in the first few. We say that it's going to be like the catchphrase of this podcast. (laughs) Um, Alrighty. What is Jeremy saying? I'm standing up something to be helpful. How how would you prefer formatting? Okay, I'm just going to find... Oh, uh, okay. That, so I did it again. Wow, this is oh, oh yeah. The um the Magnolia Buffer went through and mm-hmm. did like a question on every generic movie podcast or like every every Patreon podcast. Mm-hmm. But the answers are all just written out here, so we can't. These are some good ones here. Some that made it into the into the question into the. What's that one? Quiz. Go up, go up. What's the last one? According to AJ, what? Up, 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 up. According to AJ, what is the quadrility of female focus teen sex comedies when did i say that i Clueless, it's true girls easy a book smart i think that's a that's a good it would have been in, in the easy a presumably um yeah, right. generic podcast all right wait what is that one the maze runner one as of Maze Runner, not including that and uh, what letter has started them. Oh, we did this. That yes, did right. get, but yeah. Okay, um, well, what's in second place? This is interesting. Hey, so we've covered 102 movie titles that start with S. Yes, yeah. And it looks like second is B. Oh, of course it is. S, n- n- number one is the, the Scooby-Doo letter. Number two is the Barbie letter. <laughs> All right, well, what's the third? What's in third then? Because maybe that's the more interesting. Third, which is quite a bit behind, is M. Medea, the Medea letter. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yeah, interesting. Um, Okay. As of June 5th, 2023, there are still three films featured on the dumbest looking movies we hope are coming out in 2021 that have not been released. What are the three films? This didn't come up, but we had a very similar question last year. Um. Uh. What's it called? The Taika Waititi one. Next goal wins. That's mm-hmm. one of them. Um, There'll be one. Can you think of? Can you think of any others? Um. I'm get the long one because we, we I, because they spoil the mic. I can see the length. I'm guessing this one might be Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. You reckon oh, that was delayed? Oh. Yeah. Okay. Next goal wins in Wicked Part One was the last I, one. I didn't even know Wicked Part. I forgot Wicked was being adapted to film. Yeah. And. Oh, that's okay. Um, this one took forty-five minutes to come up with. 
Oh, that's the Barbie uh, people. That's how many people have played oh, Barbie. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the question, Zek, that you got wrong. <laughs> because there's more Barbies in the, the upcoming film than this. Mm. What is the lowest rated movie watch for film franchise Fortnite's? What do you reckon? Beethoven? Beethoven's third or fourth? Oh, um, I think it'll be the worst movie I've ever seen. Uh, because I'm pretty sure it's the lowest rated movie I've ever logged on Letterboxd, which is Sleepaway Camp 4. That's pretty bad. That's a pretty bad film. Yes! That that is actually the worst movie we've watched with the podcast. With yeah. the with the benefit of hindsight, I can say it was worse than like you know what I mean? Like, I know we say this was the worst thing we've ever watched a lot, but I think well, it's, that, it's barely a movie. Yeah, yeah. Genuinely, like, as far as the craft goes, it's just it just doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what film watch for film franchise Fortnite has the fewest logged watched on Letterboxd? I'm going to guess Sleepaway Camp 4. <laughs> is also the I, I would that. guess, uh, like, Pup Star World Tour. I remember those being, like, really low. Right, let's check. Meet the Parents Meet the 1992. Parents. That's, I yeah. I mean, that was a film that was, well, it's on YouTube, but it was like hard for us to find initially. And most yeah, people yeah, don't yeah. know it exists, so that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. How many films watched on Film Franchise Four Nights have been logged by less than a thousand people, and what are they? <laughs> oh, God. Click the spoiler. Let's see. I'm guessing about seven based on the, the, the blurred <laughs> thumbnail. Uh, okay, oh, yeah. we've got Beethoven's Treasure Tale, Pup Star, Medea's Tough Love, Pup Star, what's it called? Better, Better Together. Together. The animated Nutty Professor spin-off. Starring Drake Bell. Pup Star World Tour and Meet the Parents. Fuck, so I was the one off. Yeah, nice. Nice work. Uh, and then Zek commented after that. They made three pup star films. Uh, they yes. made four pup star yeah, films. Yeah. We watched one for film franchise follow-ups a couple months later, I think. What does the acronym AFNR stand for from Craig? From what episode? From Click the that? Evangelion episode. Um, this is your one, champ. You're the expert. All you, mate. You're the, you're the acronym guy. I'm a numbers okay. guy. You're a letters guy. Okay, it stands for Authoritarian First Nautical Response. Anime Finger Nose Rub. <laughs> the Anime <laughs> Finger Nose Rub, yeah. <laughs> All right, which franchise were we covering when James Gunn was fired? That's <laughs> that was what, what M- I got. Yeah, what MC Escher painting did AJ describe as wacky steps? <laughs> I feel like I that's more of called. a me thing to say. Well, people do mix this up. Still. Yeah. House of Stairs. Is that really what it's called? Interesting. I thought it was called Wacky Steps. <laughs> what was on the wall of the rumpus room AJ had as a child that scared him? Can I get, give it, venture a guess? I know what one? it is. Yeah. Is this the... the um, Was it the Lost World poster that had the eye? correct and my parents taped it up <laughs> mm. yeah lost world jurassic park poster specifically the hidden t-rex eye what do you think of these so, uh so far the questions that missed out i would have loved if that lost world one would have been in the mix so mm. that i could get a question right during the oceans 11 episode aj describes what uh, uh, spilling what on his pants how many more days did he wear the pants after the incident 
<laughs> I don't remember. I remember talking about spilling cheese on my bed and just sleeping on it. <laughs> uh, pork ribs in two days. Thirty-year-old <laughs> uh, AJ would never do that. <laughs> During the but twenty-nine-year-old AJ would. Yeah, it <laughs> takes off his pants. <laughs> so. Uh, during Lady and the Tramp film franchise follow-ups, AJ says this franchise film is his most anticipated film of 2020. A lot of questions about you that didn't make the cut. Yeah, and it almost feels like the Discord's trying to help me out by getting me more numb. <laughs> and, and it's almost like the person uh, aggregating these questions has a vested interest in making sure that I lose as many rounds as possible. Mm. Well, what would you have said for this? Dan was right about Jeremy. Uh, I actually don't know. Most anticipated film of 2020? Um, during the Lady and the Tramp. Oh, was it Lady and the Tramp live action? Sure. No, because right? that was what we did for film franchise follow-up. Oh, unless, unless you were like, yeah, oh, this was my most anticipated. talking about film franchise for follow-ups, not the... Okay, my most anticipated film of 2020. Was it... Was Borat 2 wasn't announced at the time? No, I think I might know what this is. Is it Dune? I think it might be American Pie Girls Rules. All oh, right, right. There you, mate. There you Girl, go. They've put Girls Rule here, but it's actually Girls Rules with the apostrophe. Wherever you want it. <laughs> as of the 17th of May, how many films did you each have logged as watched this year on Letterboxd? Uh, I don't know. I don't know how many I have now. Uh, yeah, I'm up to like 70 now, so I would guess... 60 ish. 96 for Richard. 144 for AJ. Wow, well, okay. I guess I've done, done more than I thought. <laughs> oh, what is the only thing to have a star rating on the Cult Pop Letterboxd account? Do you know this one? Oh, what a great, great question. Uh, no, I don't know this one. It is the, and I'm so annoyed about this, and I've tried to remove it because you. there's been a couple of times you've accidentally logged something yeah, yeah, in yeah. Letterboxd. It is uh, when. Lisa met Billy, or when Billy met Lisa, the Simpsons short has half a star. Why are we? Why can't we undo that? I don't know. I mean, maybe I haven't tried that hard, but <laughs> <laughs> I like it now. It's like a little secret anomaly. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember the last Jedi rating was on there for ages. Right. Uh, what are the four films listed as favorites on the Cop Pop Show Letterboxd account? I remember one of them is Elmo and Grouchland. Yeah, Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed. Yep. <sighs> That's all I remember. I don't remember the others. Oh, Freddy vs. Jason? Yeah, maybe. And then, is there a Medea film in there? Yeah, let's check. Witness Protection, I think. If, yeah, if it yeah, was yeah. one, it would be Witness Protection. Yeah. Yeah, you got That's, it. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Because nice. <laughs> I remember when we covered Monsters Unleashed, I was like, we've now covered all four. Mm, That's right. Uh, all right. So there's some real long questions and long answers. <laughs> I wonder why these didn't make the cut. Take note, gang, at what mm. Jeremy selects. <laughs> okay, here's a good question for an audio format, says Paul mm. Hill. Which films mm. covered by FFF contain the following special characters based on how the title is written on Letterboxd? We did the hashtag one, which I can reveal is yeah. bring it on hash- worldwide I know hashtag what plus will be. Plus, yep. It'll be Romeo plus Juliet. Yeah, it looks like there's more than that, though. Oh, and Evangelion 3. Oh, yeah, yeah. The um, uh, 3.0 plus 1.0. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Squ- uh, the 
was Hypertext 2 or Squared Jeez, would be squared. Uh, Death True Squared for the uh, Evangelion. Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, the Cubed is Alien Cubed. Alien Cubed? Alien question cubed. mark. Um, what's a question mark film? Have we asked, have we, have we watched anything that has a question mark in it? Uh, Films covered on film franchise four nights. Oh God. I feel like I would remember this because, because I think question marks, where's my mummy? Yeah. Okay. Cause question marks usually look so ugly in yeah. titles. Any other guesses? Nah, it's gotta be where's my mummy. Nice. Nice. And this, this star symbol. I remember this one. Do you remember it? Uh, uh, no, I have no recollection of ever watching a movie with a star symbol in it. Uh, the the like half hour Yu-Gi-Oh thing we watched. I'm pretty sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as the as you, it stylizes you star slash a gi That's so star. Funny. Uh, uh, What's this one? Which film franchise Fortnite's movie title would be most approved by adding a question mark? Paul's suggestion is Octopus. Octopusy. <laughs> Nice. Shall we do a couple more and then call yeah, it for yeah. the episode? Uh, bunch of phantasm questions there from uh, uh, Dr. Barrel. We mm-hmm. don't need to go into those. What was the last movie Richard watched before he got hit slash run over by a car? I, rem- I I can't remember what the last movie I watched was, but I was on my way home to watch Fury 7. So I guess the last film would have been Fast and Furious 6. It's, I was going to say, I'm going to guess Fast and Furious 6. Norsica in the Valley of the Wind. (laughs) (laughs) That's such a random answer. What piece of dumb IMDb trivia was so dumb that Richard created an IMDb account just to rate it not helpful? I mean, was it? It might have been the the classic. He has red hair. Yeah, from Toy Story Two. Yeah. Yes, she has red hair and a red hat. Meanwhile, Woody has brown hair and a brown hat. It is unknown if this was done on purpose. (laughs) <laughs> what all right what was the first movie covered for film franchise fortnights with a prince and the pauper storyline and barbie and barbie yeah what does that question mean what is it is it because they've asked a question before above that about what is pixar's second sequel which i think is toy story 3 i don't think they did any sequels between two and yeah that Toy Story has in the second one. There's a story where they switch Buzz. There's the evil Buzz and the good oh, Buzz, and it also features Barbie. Oh, that's so clever. Toy Story too, yeah. All I, right. I don't know if I would call that a Prince and the Pauper storyline. Yeah, it's it's definitely a sequel trope, mm. but I don't know if it's specifically Prince and the Pauper. Nice. Well, uh, let's do one more. Let's scroll. How far from the bottom are we? Let's scroll right to the bottom. All so right. It's, it's not like the people at the in the at the bottom missed out. It's that the people in the middle missed out. Mm. Okay. Cole Popshaw will famously not cover Star Wars unless it's their final episode. Arguably, the best Star Wars film is what is it? Empire. Empire Strikes Back. What franchise film have they covered by the director of Empire Strikes Back? And what franchise-related but non-continuity film have they also covered by this director? Okay, so it's Irvin Kirshner. Yeah. What did he do? Who directed... I remember, um, I remember he directed a film franchise, Fortnite's film, but I can't remember saying it. He directed Never Say Never Again. That's right, he so did. Franchise-related but non-continuity... But what's a franchise film directed by Irvin Kirshner? Well, I think it's the same film. I think they're both 
no, no. Uh, what franchise film have they covered, and what franchise related non continuity film have they also covered? Oh, so he di- so that's so there's one that is a franchise film by Kirshner, yeah. and my mind is because of the time period as well. Mm. My mind is thinking a RoboCop sequel. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Let's go RoboCop two. Yes! <laughs> All right, that I think that's a great ending to the cult to the meeting of the elders episode for this month. Hope you guys enjoyed it and thank you so much for your questions. I hope that this uh at least, you know, alleviated mm. the sting of not getting picked uh for Yeah, well and, and and thank you for sending those. I mean there are great questions in here. Oh, um, it's it's awesome and I'm so humbled to see people engaging in cult popture that much. Um, cool awesome well if you guys enjoyed this episode um please consider liking us on instagram twitter and in real life um and you can also donate if you want to be part of the cult elders episode go to patreon.com slash cult pop show you can do that and you can also do all sorts of things including giving us something to talk about in the post-credit scene coming up or you can as we just saw jump in the discord maybe you hadn't seen the discord before and maybe mm. that was incredibly You're like, oh that's what it looks like that's fine yeah yeah they're like oh yeah i'm definitely not getting involved now maybe that's what you thought um but yeah until that we'll see you next month for well we'll see you next week for back to the future redux and we'll see you next month for um another meeting of the elders <laughs> what's up i i've seen there's a couple of questions so there's a, a sort of question that uh jeremy gave us in the quiz but there was more elements to it so the magnolia buffer said how many times was fuck and its derivative said during the barbie podcast the answer was 246 who mm-hmm. said fuck more uh, I said it 115 times. You said it 53 times. Not including Richard and AJ, who said fuck the most? You did. Well, oh, I, I'm, I'm included in, in Richard and AJ. Uh, let's go... Let's go Dave Karaos. It's a tie between Carlisle and Dave at 17. Nice. Uh, oh, yeah, because it's watching 37 fucking Barbie movies. But there's a couple more, so... What was the first Barbie movie segment that had zero uses of the F word? I don't trust this. I don't trust that he did it. Uh, what would you What would you guess? How many movies did we not say the F word on? Mm. Uh, zero. Or, 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 what's the first What's the first one that we don't say it on? Ah, uh, the first movie. Um, yeah. Let's go uh, Diamond Castle. Nah, man, it was all we're talking about fucking the whole time. <laughs> Okay, what's the answer? Uh, so it was <laughs> it was the thirty sixth film, <laughs> uh, Dolphin or yeah, Dolphin Magic, which we covered with um, uh, Bubble and Squeak. Nice. And oh, then the last question is, who was the first person to say fuck during the Barbie episode? Who would you guess? Me. No, it was obviously me. And That's obviously, obviously yeah, yeah. and how early into the episode was it? And the answer is during the intro before any movies were talked about, <laughs> like not giving a time code. Awesome. Well, stay tuned for the post-credit scene coming at you after this music ends, and we'll see you next. Welcome along to the post-credit scene. This is a segment at the end of each episode where if you donate $5 or more over at patreon.com slash you get to give us something to talk about in this, the post-credit scene. Richard, who's it from and what is it? Today's one comes to us from Joshua Cole who says, how much time do you spend washing your shoulders and neck? 
Um, uh, I mean, I think you mean how much time does gravity spend washing my shoulders and neck? It's called a shower, Joel. (laughs) Josh. Josh. (laughs) Uh, Do you? Do you? I think that's such a funny cut. (laughs) Okay. 